Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. Eric spelled backwards is Eric backwards. Eric, you seem like a person who likes to cover his floor with a thing made for that purpose. That intro didn't make any sense. Which part? All of all of it. Um, no, I mean like my intro, my like, in, I'm. I mean, okay, it's a, I'm, I'm gonna. It's a bit of a tautology, but that's it, fine. It is. Yeah. Um, are we doing rugs? Is that what this yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Great. So first off, let me let's, say, let's cut a rug. I, I I think the floor covering industry is due for a really good amount of disruption. And, uh, disruption? As, we'll get there. And as you may recall from camera 2.0, I think we got really deep into like biotechnology in that episode. And I feel like those forbidden and extremely good sciences will probably be our friend here too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's talk about the qualities of a carpet. Uh, one, it covers the floor. That's sort of like... Yeah table stakes or floor stakes well yeah i mean you could put a rug on a table you definitely could you could put a lot of things on tables including stakes mm. we already make that pun- we already almost that almost yeah. certainly I can't imagine that we didn't um now let's talk about that for a minute because i think it, depending on the kind of rug and the kind of floor the rug can sort of scoot around and, and get misaligned and mm-hmm, there is there yeah. is nothing i like less than a rug that is a few degrees off askew of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and so just i mean we i think we can solve that problem out of the gate what if the underside of the rug was very sticky yes well i mean IRL they have these I I mean I have one of those like um rubber mm-hmm. under mats mm-hmm. um which is basically the same thing but yes you could you could put you can make the bottom of the rug sticky Yeah see that's a exactly what I'm getting at you had to buy a thing to make your rug oh, yeah. more useful it should just yes. do it That's right that's right absolutely Where would the stickiness come from would it be secreted by the rug Mhm I mean it would have to be right well, yeah, sure. Some sort of like you wouldn't want it to be too sticky because you might want to move it later or like roll it up yeah, or something. It's just got to be tacky. It could just be like some sort of gland in the rug that secretes like post-it note glue. Yes, which is post-it just note glue. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. just yeah. It's like yeah, it's sticky it's, um, enough. It's re it's reusably sticky. Mm-hmm. Um, so like problem one solved we've already like disrupted the the rubber under thingy yes mark yes yeah um the thing that i would like very much uh, uh, if my carpets in my house did was if they cleaned up like uh like spills and crumbs Ooh, like uh spills that you that would land on the rug or like a rugged even rug rug adjacent spills as well I mean, those feel like two sort of separate problems, but they, both. they are, yeah. yeah, very much both. Absolutely. What if the carpet was stratified into different kinds of layers? Yes. And so, obviously, the bottom is some kind of sticky layer, and perhaps the middle is some kind of digestion layer. So, like Ooh. crumbs and and like orange juice or whatever is sort of slowly absorbed into the rug and yes. and uh, taken care of. Yeah, uh, and then um, that can be the raw materials. It can break down those those into the raw materials that you need for the stickiness. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now, would the would the sort of top surface of the rug be somewhat mouths? Well, I was going to say somewhat porous, and then I was going to say or just many small mouths. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm right with you. Great. Um, that'd be that'd be gross. Mm-hmm. Um, it it would take it would take um. I, I mean, they, if they were mouths, they they would be like tasting people's feet all the time. Hmm. Um, which I mean, I guess I'm not one to yuck someone's yum. Well, I mean, it also depends how what what size the mouths are. That's true. They could be really well. I mean, they're still gonna. I mean, taste knows no size restriction. <laughs> the well-known saying. Yes. Um I guess my. My thing is, at a certain size, you probably wouldn't be too weirded out by it. What a certain large size or a certain small size? Uh, <laughs> because if the if it was like two gigantic mouths, yeah, you you'd be focused on other problems that have arisen. Almost certainly. I mean, yeah, it could really go either way. Maybe yes. like if it's just the surface, uh, very small, just sort of almost pores and stuff just kind of gradually goes into the carpet like octopus tentacle sucker things sure yeah on the other hand i think the the vivid picture that you've just painted in my mind on the other foot on the other foot the vivid picture that you've just painted in my mind is uh that there is in fact a very large mouth sort of at either end of the carpet and it could just sort of curl over on itself to like you know, suck up some like rice cake bits or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be like a like a cat, mm-hmm. self grooming rug. Mm-hmm. That'd be I good. Like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that solves your your rug adjacent spill problem yes, as well. That's it true. Could just sort of scoot over a bit and like just you know deal with it. Yeah. Also, the the two mouths could like you know when when the if everybody's out of out of the room, uh, the two mouths might. You know, you know, you know, you know. I mean, I'm, uh, uh, whatever, like, that. you do you, carpet. Well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me ask you this. How thick do you think this carpet would be? What, like two C's or, or three C's? Or one C and one K, but we can talk about any of those. Uh, well, I mean, that that's not very thick. I'm just sort of thinking mechanically, like if it, it if it is sort of a quasi living object, right. um, there's got to be some sort of like organs and stuff in there. And I'm just wondering that that implies a certain amount of thickness or thickness. Yes. Um, would it be very soft? Could you just sit on it? Ooh. Um, well, I, I mean, at a certain thickness. Uh, well, first of all, having having a mouth on a rug is not a new idea okay because bearskin rugs exist and they have the whole head on this on the thing that's true typically the bear is not still uh functional once it's been turned into a rug not usually not usually but i'm just talking about mouth placement like the fact that having a mouth on a on a rug is not so it's not like that's one point one point two at best, not not okay. nearly two point oh. To be fair, I have not seen any bearskin rug with a with a head on either end. 
That would be amazing. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I actually really want that to be a thing. But, but okay, so there, there's that. We were talking about thickness. Um, mm-hmm. at, at a certain th- thickness, uh, it no longer... Like it's it's more of an ottoman than than a, than anything mm-hmm. else. Well, th- I'm glad you said this because typically you put furniture on a carpet, but what yeah. if carpet is furniture? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I mean that that is that is a thing, but at that point you kind of like you kind of just have a pet. Sure. Um, I mean, it's, well, I. It, in in the time in my life when I had a cat, I don't think I once uh, both sat on my cat and uh, also expected it to sort of turn into a chaise. A chaise? A I think this is a fundamentally different experience. It is. Definitely, definitely. I mean, probably just as comfortable as, as sitting on a very large, flat cat with a mouth on either end. That's true. Cats are, um, cats are sort of nice and and fluffy and soft, and I'm sort of picturing the same kind of thing here. So wait, are we just is this rug 2.0 or is it cat 2.0? I mean, por qué no los dos? <laughs> you make a good point. I mean, you know, I think there's there's plenty about cats to recommend them as sort of a, a basis for carpets. Mm-hmm. That's true they don't need to be sticky they have claws well okay so so then like as a prototype mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah and so maybe it is claws uh, no but as a prototype why don't we just like attach a bunch of cats together uh-huh yep i i can't see any way that would that would go wrong yeah um mm-hmm. yeah just sort of they're all this like like a dozen cats six in a row and six in a row attached butt to butt yep yeah you could just sort of um i don't know i guess like strap them together somehow and just sort of put them where a, an existing rug is and just kind of see how it goes and i yeah. bet it would go really well it'd be great um every it would try to run in all directions at once and therefore like stay perfectly mm-hmm. still you could definitely spill things on them and it would get cleaned up because yeah. cats are very fastidious absolutely Hmm. This is this is pretty good. It's pretty good, and it can take care of your your like pest problem. So I think as a prototype, that's very good. Yes. Um, as sort of a a production model. Yes. I like the idea of a a very large bidirectional rectangular cat. Oh yeah, flat cat. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, but like instead of legs, I guess the legs would kind of be splayed out the way the way a bearskin rug's legs are splayed out. They're I mean, not not super functional, but just like glorified tassels. Yeah, and I think given sort of where we've arrived in this uh, this horrifying enterprise, the, mm-hmm. the the claws would be retained, and so that would be how it was affixed in place. Yes, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. So this actually is is like the perfect. Uh, I was going to say dovetail, but that's not correct. The perfect segue into the next thing I wanted to um, address about carpets is is their appearance. Oh, of course. Uh, you know, there's there's straight up solid colors, and I think that's very achievable with uh, cats as we know them. But there's also sort of the classic patterns with like the borders and the the uh, sort of traditional 
geometric uh, stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, textures like patterns. Um, yeah. How do you how do you propose we go about that? Well, I'm just wondering if we could. I, I I'm just really taken with your your willingness to prototype this. I'm wondering if we can just sort of establish a, a breed of cat Ooh. that already has the carpet pattern in their fur. Oh yeah, yeah. And so from from there, it's just sort of a hop, skip, and a jump to to carpet 2.0. Yeah, I that would be. I mean, as a like real prototype, prototype, like a pre-prototype thing, um, we could just we could just paint their fur. Yep. Or glue things to them. Hmm. Now, I'm no uh, uh, geneticist, but I I'm thinking if we just sort of uh either like airbrushed a cat or just sort Mm -hmm. of stuck a bunch of things onto it and then put it in front of uh, a bunch of mirrors yes i think it would be like ah that's that's what i look like so that's (laughs) that's how my fur goes and then like any any uh kittens would have that pattern built in i'm pretty sure that's how genetics i think that is i um i think that is how that works Mm -hmm. um we can we can look into that, but uh, yeah, that's that definitely seems right. So that's very good. I think that that you know we'd have to do some. I don't want to say like animal husbandry, but that is the term of the art to establish all sort of the carpet patterns that that we might want to uh, roll out, if you will, for carpet two point oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm thinking a bit more broadly. Like if we can do that, what's to stop us from from um, sort of thinking a, a bit more along practical lines. And what I'm thinking specifically is that maybe if, if we can figure out, maybe maybe this is where we sort of revisit the idea of, of octopus um, DNA, mm-hmm. you know, because octopuses can uh, change color. And I'm wondering if, if we can have sort of an away mode for your carpet. Oh, out. yeah, where it just like kind of turns dark mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe it's just like it's nighttime, you know turn off the carpet kind of thing so it's right. not so yeah. not so bright um but i'm also thinking if you're if you're leaving the house and you put your your carpet in like you know a uh, uh, safe mode or something it could be like razzle dazzle and so like any criminals who break into your house can't tell where the the floor is at yeah and then they keep stumbling around because they they don't know what direction or um, speed that the floor is moving in <laughs> That's an excellent idea. So I, I feel like we've really like covered off a lot of the the um, use cases that a, a carpet typically fulfills. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, on that note, should uh, should we try to like think of other uses for for floor coverings other than covering floors? Well, I'm glad you asked, but I'm also I mean, please if you if you have something to uh, add in that vein, please go on. Wall coverings. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait for it. Ceiling coverings. Mm-hmm. I think that's all the surfaces. That's that's a, most of the surfaces of a room. That's most of them. That would be really good. Um, I mean, like furniture coverings, clothing. Okay. Cooking surfaces. I mean, how hot is this carpet? I mean, as as hot as you want it to be. Well, 
Okay, I mean, if we're if we're already sort of exploring carpet as furniture uh, technology, I, it, it would be nice if it was actually really warm and you could just kind of hang out and. Well, I think you... due to the like just just by nature of of the biology that we, you know, have to those those issues that we have to solve, mm-hmm. um, the biological nature of these carpets um, would would definitely like they would be exothermic in some way. Sure, I'm just wondering. I mean, you're suggesting they could be extremely hot. Oh yeah. Um, oh, they could. They could. They, they could be like how you how you heat your your domicile. Mm, that's very good. The radiator. It's like have this extremely comfortable and very fashionable carpet in your home, and also exactly. you cut your heating bills significantly. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. That's that's some good thinking. So what I was thinking about, not not to take away from what you've said at all, is uh, how often do carpets engage your other senses? And I think the answer is they never do that. That's true. And I think this is actually a very um, perhaps interesting monetization strategy uh, for Carpet 2.0, aside from you know just selling the thing itself, is uh, perhaps that there's some kind of uh, like smell brick that you could feed to mm-hmm. the carpet Ooh, yeah that would be good mm-hmm. and so uh you know maybe we we bring back the sticky glands but instead of stickiness it's it's scent oh mm-hmm. and then yeah you would you would feed it yeah um yeah that would be really good and that would go well with the the radiating you know action of, mm-hmm. of the of the rug it is at once both like sort of air freshener and uh furnace warm, warm. yeah heater mm-hmm. yeah that that would be really good you could get like seasonal ones i mean we're coming up on on uh christmas fairly soon mm-hmm. you can get sort of a, a a pine scented or like juniper brick that you could feed to your carpet and uh yeah that would be really nice it's just sort of a, a festive air i love it um i i kind of had a like a a tangential uh thought um, mm-hmm. Going back to alternative uses for um, floor coverings, mm-hmm. um, you could use it inside your motor vehicle. Okay. Um, and seeing as how, like you know, at least in the prototype, it's um, it's a bunch of cats, um, but we're we're thinking of this thing as kind of a living a living companion almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you put that in in your vehicle, and uh, it would be a car pet. I mean, you're running ahead too when we talk about branding because I feel like true. that's that's exactly the the name itself. <laughs> like that that's it. You've done right. it, I guess. Um, but yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to sort of suggest there was some utility to having it in a car specifically, which I think you know. Sure, well, sure. Uh, it would just be really comfy and smell good in there. Yeah, yeah. Which and, and make yeah. some sound maybe. Could maybe. do. Yeah. We haven't talked about that at all. We haven't, no. Um, no. I feel like in the prototype stage, it would be very bad. Yes. Um, a lot of... a lot of um, Just complaining, basically. Mewling. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, do would that... I feel like a living rug would only ever... I mean, if you walk on it, I would just expect it to, to be like, ow. 
I mean, like that. Ouch, that hurts. I think stop I mean, stepping on me. Well, first of all, you're you're positing the existence of a very large cat that also speaks English. Yes. Um, and I feel like if anything, that's I mean that's what it's for. It would just be like ah. Oh, so it would it would have like an ex- existential satisfaction. Mm-hmm. At the top of its 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 hierarchy of needs would be yes in in serv- yeah self actualization. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah i guess so that's true like i mean uh i'm just imagining other other uh utility utilitarian objects uh, other tools and and what they might say when you use them i mean if you're some kind of utter sadist you could get the the carpet that hates being walked on or you could get a carpet that loves being walked on and use it for anything but also that yes the the two options yes um yeah that would be that would be kind of a nightmare mm-hmm. um so yeah i guess i guess when you when you step on the carpet it would be like um finally y- yeah y- yeah got him <laughs> stepped it and then and them in this is, is your feet feet yeah um so I, I I feel like we have to address this uh, in terms of, of both sort of product lifecycle and also, you know, I don't want to be the, the guy that's always thinking about the, the business value here, but I do want to talk about monetization. Mm-hmm. It, and it's that at some point your carpet will die. True. I mean, sorry, that's just that's just biotechnology, folks. You're just, your carpet got real old. Yeah, it just got old and died. Then um, now you have like, well, I mean, that, isn't that the the whole Mitch Hedberg thing? The, the, where, sorry for malfunction escalator now stairs except carpet yeah. now even more carpet. Yeah, exactly, doesn't... exactly. No, it's just it's just like so, yeah, it's like um your your carpet two point is no longer carpet two point Carpet two point is now carpet one point Well, here's the thing. I feel like a lot of our modern conveniences are not uh, significantly better than whatever they've replaced, but going back to the old way is just excruciating. And I think we're in sort of the same territory here is that, you know, you've lost so much utility from being demoted to like crappy old carpet 1.0. You're like, ah, this is the worst. I need to, you know, uh, uh, call the people whatever they would be called who would deal with carpet 2.0 uh uh end of life situations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah uh what do you what do you call that um carpet Hmm. control i i guess yeah yeah um but okay so so the the carpet dies Mm -hmm. when it when it if and when it dies when it dies um what then then what 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 happens to it what do we do well i think this is this is the uh what if what if they were smart enough to just like go dispose of themselves now now you're thinking yeah yeah they could just i guess kind of be like it's my time and trundle out of your house right and uh maybe there's some kind of like 
I don't know. I want to say like psionic death cry that they could send up that like summons a new carpet to your house. Ooh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Like a, maybe a pheromone or something. Sure. Um, I don't but know. Wait, why. but wait, are these wild? <laughs> are they just like? Do you well, have to? Do you have to? Like you raise them and then you like populate a forest with them and then you go and catch your rug and then bring it back home i think this is a a hazard that we have to uh contemplate as part of the carpet 2.0 development process right is that probably inevitably some of them will escape from the 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 laboratory the lab yes and uh we may end up with sort of a a burgeoning wild carpet population rug economy or sorry uh, ecology mm-hmm. um hmm yeah, I mean that's that uh, that seems that seems inevitable. I'm not I'm not too broken up about it. I think you know they'll they'll find their niche in the existing ecosystem. They may evolve even. Who who can say? Well, yeah, may, maybe maybe that's maybe that's how that's like what's supposed to happen. We we just like you know make the first few in the lab and they're good, they're fine, but. Um, in order for for you to like you know uh, revitalize and revamp your your lineup, um, why why do the work ourselves? We just let them let them just kind of go at it. Mm-hmm. Free range carpet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do they procreate? I don't think we can discuss that in this in this in the context of this show. Okay. We'd have to put the uh, adult rating on iTunes if you want oh, to talk yeah. about that. No, definitely not. Now. I like that very much, and I like it specifically because I do think it it's you know letting letting nature do its its work, but also I, I have think the, it, sorry I have the the term carpet beepus in my head right, well continue. i'm okay, no, I'm glad you shared that, yeah, and yeah, so just let let nature take its course vis-a-vis evolution but also i think there's a bit of an evolution in how we think about interior decorating you you couldn't just like oh i want that carpet i'll go to the store like you have to you have to hunt it down you have to like get it and yeah. i i feel like how much more are you going to enjoy that carpet in your home if if it's sort of a a possible fight to the death to bring right it back yeah with you? Uh, absolutely it'd mm-hmm. be way more satisfying mm-hmm yeah love it that'll be that would be fantastic so let's i mean you've already blown it out of the water with carpets but let's talk about branding for a second yes i have another idea okay like if we if we position the status quo um as something that we're just gonna like improve so much that you wouldn't ever want a normal carpet mm-hmm. um we we should start a brand campaign um, whose tagline is "Say no to rugs." Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Especially, I think that could play during uh, programming for children. Yeah. And so, just get them used to the idea early on in their yes. in their formative years that Carpet 1.0 is is for idiots. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that would be that. very effective. Yep, I'm I'm very very much in favor of that now. Are we going to come up with anything better than carpets? Um, in order to combat uh, like internet piracy of these um, designs and these things, mm-hmm. um, 
we could have another PSA that that begins you wouldn't download a carpet. Okay. And with like a, I guess like a person trying to I don't know, steal a carpet from a carpet store. Mhm. Or I mean, perhaps to, I, I really like the idea that there's a bit of a public education campaign around Carpet yeah. Bono. And I think um, along with the you wouldn't download a carpet message, we could show someone, um, you know, in a, in a reconstruction, not live, obviously, but mm-hmm. someone in a, in a, in the deep forest just getting mauled to death by a wild carpet. Oh yeah. And like this is, don't, don't screw around. Like it's, it's no laughing matter. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we'd be flooring everybody. I wonder. I mean, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, wait, where? Um, sorry. Uh, we go where others fear to tread. Okay, very good. We're just like we're we're just cracking them off in terms of like taglines and, yeah, and, and yeah. campaigns. I feel like that's the, right. The the name of the thing is where we're, we're right, circling where, where around. We need, yeah. I mean the the perfect thing that you've already established. It's like a the theme song could be a the the perfect rug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By Nine Inch Nails. No, I got it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what do we call it? Um. Well, I don't. You know, I don't know that we need to harken back to its origins as 12 cats taped together. Right. Um, but I well, wonder if there's something that we could sort of like, hey, you know, cats, get ready for this kind of thing. Right. Sure. Yeah. Something that, that suggests that it's like uh, an amalgam of, of cat and carpet. Cat mm-hmm. pet. Mm-hmm. Cat pet. <laughs> I mean, that is also sort of a name for cats as they I exist. guess. Yeah. True. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I think cat uh, carpet is it. Like mm-hmm. that's just so unassailable. It, it is. It's quite good. All right. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. I think we did it. We did it. Great job. If you want to revisit a previous episode or send us a project idea, you can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at theredesigncast, and we would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed the podcast, it would be great if you left a comment or star rating on iTunes. It does help very much. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.